0: And now, for part two of episode 147.
1: Speaking of everybody getting buffs, that didn't happen to the LA. <laughs> um, probably the only profession that actually saw like a direct nerf because of these changes, um, particularly when it came to Arcana. Uh, Elemental Attunement and Evasive Arcana are now both Grandmaster, which means you have to pick one or the other, and that's going to be a very, very tough decision for a lot of people. Um, However, as far as PvE goes and certain meta builds and whatnot, um, it seems like the go-to is going to actually be Fire, Air, Water. Um, Particularly with Fire, now we have a lot of synergy within fire itself as far as um different ideas within like say uh and add up there's burn precision which is an old trait yes but the grandmaster blinding ashes also blinds foes that burn so every time you crit you will blind someone with a 3 second recharge so that is a lot of blind so rejoice elementalist bunkers in PvP because now you're going to be just slightly harder to kill, because you needed that. <laughs> uh, as far as air goes, this is probably, other than arcane, which uh, is the trait line that I don't quite get, as far as they really a choice there, particularly with at the adept trait line. Um, there's ferocious winds, which gives you ferocity based on your healing power, because... An elementalist that sucks into air is going to have lots of healing power for some reason, right? And... Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, we mentioned earlier about some of the cross line synergies, perhaps. That just might be another example. A-
1: here's of that. the thing, though that's the only thing in air that's really kind of, oh, hey, this is a little something for the. The, like supporty bit i i feel like if they changed it to where it was like gain ferocity based on or no excuse me gain health based on your ferocity or something like that it would be much more useful to the people that are actually going to be taking air uh but right now it's just like oh i'm going air well i'm not taking that trade. So, I'm going to pick either gain super speed when I'm tuning to air if I have fresh air, or first Boon if I'm using Bolt of the Heart. This, there's, 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 like, eh, not so much of a decision when it comes to that, and that kind of bothers me. However, minus that, there is to be across the trait line, as far as, like, I just said, with fresh air, you're probably going to want to take super speed, because you're going to be going into air tuning a lot, which means you're going to be propping that super speed a lot. Which is nice! Um... Other than that, they changed the do more damage and air attunement thing to gain more ferocity. So, yeah, that's an interesting change. Other than that, in Earth, it's it's Earth. <laughs> the bunkers are going to take it. They're probably going to use Diamond Skin or Stoneheart. Because renin and Stone is still kind of, oh, Sidnit's high I I don't think that warrants a grandmaster, honestly. Then there's Water, which (laughs) they actually showed off in the blog post before the livestream. Which is probably a good thing because of all the trait lines I looked at, this is probably the most put together one. In fact, of all the trait lines uh, across professions, I think Elementalist is the most put together one. With the exception of that one air trait I think needs to be changed, but that's just me. Uh, as far as water goes, there's in every single tier there's a support type thing, a damage thing, and just I like a utility, which I find really refreshing. And then arcane, which again, it's just why I I know why it's just I didn't want it to happen. <laughs> and I'm into a 2 and invasive Akana are now on the same tier, and you have to pick between them. <laughs> It's just like, I want to get my booms and do things when I dodge.
0: I saw a lot of people saying that they felt like that puts a huge blow into dagger dagger Ellie's. Do it you have, does. Yeah, like, do you think they're going to be getting much compensation for that? They said with at least one of the other dagger traits that they kind of just felt like, eh, we don't really know what to do with it, so we kind of just removed it. Like, The thing is, the,
1: the arcane thing for dagger... No one used it because it was just a speed buff. Right, right. So, Dagger Dagger took Elemental Attunement and flame the Evasive Arcana, which was really strong. But what is below that now, like in the spot Elemental Attunement used to be, there's now Arcane Resurrection, Elemental Contingency, and Final Shielding. Which, I like the synergy between Final Shielding and Arcane Energy now. But uh, overall, uh, I think the biggest buff uh, element list that builds is going to be to bunker ellies in PvP and staff ellies in fire. Or, well, selfish staff ellies because of the new Grandmaster that gives you might when you attack uh, or use any skill in fire. So, yeah, that's going to be nice.
0: Did you ever talk about Icebone Lightning Hammer? I stepped away for a second.
1: Uh, no, I was actually about to hit that. They also said that they plan on nerfing Ice Bow and Lightning Hammer. I completely agree with them nerfing Ice Bow. I think it's completely warranted because it kind of steamrolls a lot of content. Uh, Lightning Hammer, not so much. It sees little to no play in PvP and in PvE. It is a very complicated rotation and it is not even the highest DPS one. So.
2: Wait, there's a rotation for lightning hammer. I thought it was just auto attack because blast finishes.
1: You have to keep your fire fields up.
2: Oh, you mean if you're an elementalist using a light hammer because I was just thinking from someone else use it picking it up.
1: Oh, y- yes, there is that.
0: Yeah, I, I guess there was I I'm not really up on the lightning hammer tech uh so much because it's not really applicable to how I play, but uh I guess there was some stuff with like 25 miting yourself and then hammer 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 time. If they want to nerf
1: Lightning Hammer as far as other people using it without destroying the Lightning Hammer builds that exist for Elementalists in PvE because it's the only place they really use it, I suggest attaching... Or, excuse me, I suggest getting rid of the Blast Finisher on the auto-attack chain and then attaching Blast Finishers to conjured weapons with a trait that they're already going to make like persistent Flames or something in air or whatever, or even Arcane. That is my suggestion. Probably not going to happen, but we'll see. Other than that, Arcane, again, there's not any useful master traits. I mean, build diversity in PvE is probably going to be reduced because of the changes to Arcane. Staff is getting stronger. SF conjure, uh, scepter focus conjure, and dagger focus are being begun, that also includes dagger dagger, which I find kind of frustrating because staff is probably the most boring weapon set and build, and it's it just got a buff. Conditionalities are still kind of, uh why are you even trying? But Tempest might change that, so we'll see. Yeah. And lastly, all of the aura traits are spread out over four trait lines, which obviously makes it impossible to actually fully spec into auras. Uh, so if you were an Ellie and if you still are, why are you clinging on so desperately? I I am too. I feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> so is going to be forced to give something up if they want to try to do that. And uh, yeah, I, I don't an already subpar spec does not need that. Um, lastly, Bolt of the Heart, Grandmaster eight. I mean, the style of it is worthy of a Grandmaster, the numbers aren't, but the numbers are in fluctuation, so
0: that's pretty much it yeah i mean it bears mentioning too about when we talk about like to keep in mind about whether or not something deserves to be a grandmaster is what you're really questioning is whether or not it competes with the other grandmaster choices because since you're always going to get the option to take grandmasters like if you're in that line at all you know i I know that there were some that you know you sort of look at and you go is that really a grandmaster but at the same time you know like you were talking about with the uh, clone on dodge is it really worth a grandmaster i mean when you think about what you'd actually be using it for and what else is in that line, as the other Grandmaster choices, like yeah, I mean, it's not the end of the world to make that choice one way or another. So yeah, it's it it is fundamentally different. Grandmaster, the the emphasis is less on are you willing to invest points enough points into this line, and it's more are you willing to invest in this line at all, and what are the you know the cost the benefit. The two of...
1: options for right. Grandmaster,
0: yeah, but but even so, that said, some of them probably still you know, don't quote-unquote feel like Grandmasters and might need to be buffed a little bit or, or whatever, so. Okay, so Ranger next?
3: Uh, Christian, who may have gone AFK. I'll talk about Engineer, because um, that's actually going to be a pretty short one. Uh, Wolveneer actually has gone through and detailed all of the, like what he thinks about it, so I'm leaving you guys a link to that, because he will say way better things than, than I ever could. First of all, engineers are going to have a ton of cool options with blast finishers, thanks to a trait that there's some really cool play around blast finishers, and then also hobo sacks are, are disappearing. They're going to Me- Meaning allow engineers the back pieces,
0: have... right? That automatically yeah. got equipped on kits. And before all you PvPers
1: cry in frustration, like, how am I going to tell which kit they- They're going to be carrying things- that are actually better tells than the old hobo sacks. So they're fixing
0: two problems in one swipe. Yeah, I was going to say, just like every other profession, when they carry things in front of them. But anyway, spirit?
3: Blast finishers will be on mortar skill number one, which is becoming a kick by the way. Um, There's also a trait that gives evasive powder keg, which is a blast finisher, so blast finisher on dodge. There's... Yeah, using a heal skill triggers a blast finisher at your location, and then in the master one, blast finishers heal. So there's an incredible amount of play around blast finishers, which is really exciting to me, and also a little bit more access to blast finishers through different things that now do blast finishers that didn't before, including the fact that I and I don't I didn't see the live stream for this part, so I don't know how it works. I've just read the notes. Um, supply crate is becoming a turret, which will allow it to overcharge and also detonate. So I don't know how that's going to work if it's one detonation or like five at the same time. Either way, there's some really incredible possibilities around blast finishers, which is really exciting to me because the engineer build that I run currently in PvE, or no, in PvP, sorry, is all about dropping bombs at my feet and having a sustain through that. And that's actually getting removed. The elixir-infused bombs is getting completely removed. So that destroys my build in some sense, But with this change, I can still run bombs in a supportive capacity. There's just a different line of thinking around it instead of constantly dropping to, like, have a flat sustain. It's almost like bursty sustain, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm.
1: And um, you kind of bossed over Mortar now being a kit. I have to wonder exactly how that's going to work with it being an elite. Does that mean when you activate it, it's going to go on cooldown and then, like, or can you swap between it freely and the weapon skills just have, like, longer cooldowns? I'm... I kind of like the idea of it, like, being able to go in and out of it as much as you want. And the one being an auto-attack and the other thing is kind of having longer cooldowns to compensate. And it, it kind of throws back to Elites being more build-defining instead mm-hmm. of just a big, long cooldown. And, um, Guild Wars 1. And I really like that.
3: I would say, and this is pure speculation, but, um also in relation to something new that engineers are getting, uh, elite skills are going to be getting a, like your F5 profession skills. so each elite skill you have equipped will also come with a different skill on there. And I would wager that you would be able to switch in and out of the mortar kit, but the profession skill associated with that one is going to be on a very high cooldown, and that will be kind of the, the traditional elite, in a sense, for that one.
1: Speaking of, mortar is now going to be the long-range weapon for hits. And grenades were nerfed down to nine hundred, I think. I do like how they completely nuked inventions and remade it. But at the same time, it's very obvious that they remade it because it's probably the strongest line.
3: Yeah, Wolfendir was saying that it's almost too strong because there are too many traits that are just like just like we talked about with the Necromancer, there's too many traits in there that are a must have. And so inventions are going to be on every engineer's uh, bar because they're just too good. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, the one the one last thing I want to talk about is Elixir X has a their like toss skill because it's getting an F five skill. Uh, it's going to be an AOE Moa morph. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. It the... works underwater because I want AOE Tuna morph as well.
1: <laughs> they also I don't remember who did it mentioned um the change to med kit where you're actually going to be able to like shoot people to heal them and like one of the skills is going to give quickness and stuff i really like that how there's going to be an actual kit that is like directly oh hey support your people and it reminds me of a medic in tf 2
2: mm-hmm.
3: oh sorry i was just reading the kits about or the changes to med because i hadn't seen this before um Number two now drops a, a buff pylon that buffs allies nearby. So uh we must construct additional pylons.
0: Pilo the pylon. Yeah, pretty great. Is that about wrap up your ng. Yeah, I was gonna say is that about wrap up your ng summary. Other than uh go to Wolfenier.
3: Yeah, that's all I got. I got the link for Wolfenier in the show notes, so you guys can check that out. He knows way more than we do.
0: Okay. Oops, that is not at all what I wanted to do. Sorry continuing (laughs) uh christian you want to talk about um ranger
2: okay so i don't play ranger all that much um actually more recently i have played him a lot more but the way i play him is the same way i've always played him which was i saw ranger and i saw traps and i was like that's gonna be my thing and away we go i'll just try and give some of the stuff that i found interesting in the in the traits which wasn't as much as the mesmer and that might just be because i'm not as interested in the ranger um, so, one of the big ones was um, so the grandmaster current Grandmaster trait, Read the Wind. That's the one that increased the velocity of your arrows uh, for Longbow, and I think it also puts piercing on them. They're going to make that velocity part of it baseline, so Longbow Love You Long Time is going to be much more effective in actually putting out the damage. I changed the change they're making, which kind of goes back in time, is that the spirits aren't going to be able to move anymore. So instead, they're going to give some buffs to their passives instead. So instead of having a petting zoo, you're going to go back to having like a turret ranger.
1: Which makes me wonder if they're going to emphasize spirits with Druid and make them a little bit more mobile with Druid.
2: Yeah, I suppose that's but a that possibility. But
1: that is completely speculation.
2: Yeah, no, but you're right. That's a possibility. They might be shutting it down now so that they can add it back in as a elite specialization. Good point. Something interesting that I hadn't noticed before, and this isn't a change to traits, this was one of the traits activated a skill as a, you know, as a proc effect, and that skill was Signet of the Wild, and I don't know what the existing skill for that looks like, but it adds an effect um, called Enlarged, which is where you and your pet grow larger, and you also do more damage, I think it's like a 25% damage increase for a period of time?
1: Uh, Signet of the Wild makes you and your pet grow larger, blah, blah, blah if you just mentioned, and um, you deal more damage and gain stability.
2: Yeah. Is is that what it like, do you currently get? In, is enlarged an effect currently in-game? Yes. Okay, then I hadn't come across it, but I thought that was interesting because it kind of brought up the idea of potentially body blocking, depending on how large, uh, not body blocking, but projectile blocking with your body or your pet.
1: Get bigger and um, use offhand axe 5. Right.
2: Hmm. Um, so traps are getting a little little short change to um, add more counterplay to them so that, I think they said they were intending to buff traps, which might see them turn up in PvP more which means that you want some counterplay available there, and that so the only change they're making is that traps are going to have a short activation period, which means that when you throw them down they're not going to immediately trigger so that gives your opponent an opportunity to dodge or block um, at the right time to Counteract the trap. Uh, another interesting grandmaster trait for um, your pet is that um, if you choose it, you get um, taunt on the activation of your pet skill. So uh, I guess the bear tank is going to be even more powerful. Um, bear bow. Right. Yeah. If the bear, you know, if the bear loses aggro, especially in PVE. If the bear loses aggro on something. You just hit F two and and pull it back.
3: The uh, wolf pets and dog pets in PvP are going to be ugh, too.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, that's uh, thieves and time is going to be so horrible.
2: There's also an, a neat little trait where um, when your health is above 90%, your pet has 50% damage reduction. So I think that synergizes, synergizes quite well um, in general with you know some of the other damage Increasing, Uh, it's runes and signet runes, isn't it? Where if you're above 90%, you do more damage.
3: Yeah, rune of the scholar.
1: And speaking of uh, interesting traits and whatnot, I was never a big fan of the minor traits and marksmanship with opening strike. I always felt like, oh, my first attack is gonna do something special, and that's it. But now they've introduced ways to reactivate opening strike while in combat. With the um, Master and Grandmaster traits. Uh, Beastmaster's Might will reactivate Opening Strike whenever you use a Signet. Yep. And Remorselessness, the Grandmaster, will reactivate it whenever you gain Fury. Which. Which
2: um, you can combine. There's another trait where you get um, basically the Warhorn 5, which is Swiftness and Fury. And you can get that to activate on Pet Swap. Mm hmm. Yeah, that. Grandmaster trait, um, relentlessness, and the combination with a couple of other things, I can't remember specifically what they were, but they kind of led towards the idea of the ranger being someone who's going to cripple you, and then you're not going to reach them, and you're not going to be able to run away from them either, and they're just going to keep shooting you and shooting you, and, and wrecking your face that way.
1: It's going to be about managing your, your timing, and cooldowns properly, um, with a ranger, as far as, like, going that route. Yeah. And I find that really nice.
2: So definitely their offensive playstyle, or the impression that I got, just from reading through the the um, screenshots of the traits, is looking towards the the idea of snaring and kiting. And their utility, so far that I see it that would be interesting, is kind of around pet swapping and shouts with a lot of boons and, and that kind of thing mm-hmm. coming from that. And then I guess we'll see uh, spirits, whether or not they're going to prove effective.
1: With the change to spirits being immobile, if they don't do something with them with druids, which is kind of up in the air if they are or they aren't, because the specializations are going to supposedly give more skills, or like a new um skill type, and if it's druid, it's the new skill type isn't going to be spirits because they already have spirits, so yeah. I, I don't know.
2: So whatever traits there are in the, in the druid elite specialization, they're probably more likely to favor the new skills that that mm-hmm. unlocks as opposed to the existing one that the ranger has access to.
3: I'm just sad about the loss of my spirit posse. They <laughs> were my friends, and I named myself Spirit, and all my spirits were Spirit, and I had a cat named Spirit, and it was great. We had a posse. And I'm sad.
1: Getting zoo is gone, which is probably a good thing. That hasn't been a thing for a while.
0: You know, I mean, balance considerations aside, that's, those were the kind of traits that I thought had the type of traits that I've always wanted to have in Guild Wars 2, when too many of them felt just like a really boring, static modifier. And a comment that they actually made during the live stream was, you know, we feel that Grandmaster traits should be traits that fundamentally change the way that you play or the way that your skills function, mm-hmm. and... You know that was always one of those ones that i thought was a really cool thing and i really wish that they would do more of those and so from that perspective i'm pretty disappointed that moving spirits is going away like i don't really care if they buff them and make them stronger or whatever to compensate for that i just i don't know it's it's a little sad to to lose something that truly changes the way that your your build functions or
2: while well, it did fundamentally change how spirits work i think the way it changed it just wasn't the right direction because it moved it to basically it's just kind of a really passive boss. yeah it's a real passive playstyle. if you've got your spirits up you're all good and they run around and they follow you and you don't ever have to worry about anything and you just kind of afk in in, in the way you play so i think yeah they, they want less of that and they're certainly going more towards trying to make all playstyle reasonably active and so that's why that's kind of had to um face the chop
3: rangers one of the few professions that i just really haven't found something that i like about them part of that is because everything on the ranger is so passive it's not just the spirits i mean you've also got the the signets and the ranger signets i think more than any other profession falter because you don't want to activate them because the cooldowns and all of them are ludicrous i'm t- like 120 second cooldowns and then you've got your Preparations which you have to put on before the fight. So it's not a ranger overall is not very reactive, and I really hope that whatever changes they make, druid and other stuff, I really hope that it gives it more of an active, reactive play style because that's what would bring me back to ranger. But anyway,
1: and would just make it more engaging in general.
3: Yeah, I think the point was there was that like stopping spirits from being passive isn't going to make the ranger any more active. It's just
1: right, and they've moved in the right direction with again, like I mentioned before, um, the opening strike, I I wasn't very fond of it, but they're adding these things now that like, oh hey, when you use a signet, you get opening strike. Or like when you get Fury you get opening strike, so you wanna really take advantage of that. So it's it's moving in the right direction, but it's I think not in the right place. Both in PvE and PvP.
3: Well, that's, yeah, I'm happy, like, I don't think we've mentioned this outright yet, but I'm so happy that they, I wasn't expecting this info dump at all, um, because they, they had built this points of interest as, a, as an AMA, and I was like, yes, that's good, they can nip any worries about this in the bud, and it'll be great, and then instead they dumped a whole bunch of traits on us, and I'm... Confused, but so incredibly grateful because it's wonderful to have this level of communication in advance, mm-hmm. to so that we can do this kind of thing. We can sit here and we can critique these skills and we say, okay, this is great, but you know what would be better is this. And yeah, I'm just so happy that they did that.
2: Yeah, I think also just seeing this this amount of change speaks volumes for um what they're willing to do to um I guess make sure that the game is in the right place. And this, with the profession reworks we, we had previously, you know, that was kind of a big thing. Like there were some major changes there and, and now they're kind of doing it all over again. And they're kind of saying to their developers, I feel, okay, we released the game. It was good. Um, we made a few tweaks part way through just to um, bring things sort of more in line with what we intended. But now um, while we're working on the expansion, let's go and completely rehash and get it absolutely on point with what we feel like it needs to be right now and to have the confidence to do that to your game after it's released and uh, two years down the track yeah i praise them for that
0: yeah um yeah and i mean as to the like ama versus info dump i mean uh aside from <laughs> being named incorrectly effectively i think it is far more impactful at least at this stage to do an info dump just because i mean that that asking questions and getting answers without understanding the full context is a big part of how community backlash happens where they tell you something and given the current player knowledge of how things work and not knowing the other things that haven't been said or that are changing one change may sound drastic and dire and terrible um but when you take it in the context of all the other things that are changing you know it's not that big of a deal i mean we've said it several times this episode already with um you know like oh this trait's getting moved to here and now it's a grandmaster and it's like oh my god that would be really frustrating for mesmers except for the fact that now you get three grandmasters and the grandmasters that it's up against are ones that are fundamentally different builds and all those types of things and so You know, if had they done an an actual AMA instead of the giant info dump, I I worry about (laughs) what may have happened with some of the questions and answers about any specific traits or questions because Mm. it would have just had to have. I mean, it it either would have turned into a giant impromptu info dump that was even less organized. And crazier, or it would just have people saying, like, well, what about X now that you've said something about Y and that totally breaks Z? Where you know, now we're more informed to actually ask them questions that have more relevance to the things that we're seeing. So, yeah, and just an example um, with
1: these in particular, like they kind of hinted a lot, like, hey, hey, poison changing, blah 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 blah, 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 blah. it's stacking now. I'm, like, positive the reason they did that was because of the dagger trait that would apply poison, like, had a chance to apply poison when you attack. Like, if they had just said that and not given the information that, oh, poison is possibly going to stack now, you would be like, that's horrible. You got rid of a, a
0: damage modifier for a trait that we, we're not going to care about. Right, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah that's a perfect example um, of that type of thing. With that, do you, do you in spirit want to start talking about Thief some? Oh boy. <laughs> oh. oh. All
3: right, so Ambush and Hidden Shadows are becoming deceptions. Daggerstorm withdraw are becoming tricks, which is great because they'll benefit from traits that will make them more appealing. Daggerstorm in particular was okay but could have been better. Um. Additionally, uh, stolen items aren't going to have a damage portion anymore and they're doing rebalancing on stolen items themselves, which is Yay, good and boo, bad for some things because there's some stolen items which are really great and there's some that are like one stack of bleeding and you're like, I don't want this. And
1: there's also a lot of stolen items that basically just do damage and I'm sitting here wondering what they're going to replace them with.
3: Yeah, and I hope also that they take a look at particular items things drop because it drives me nuts when you, for example, steal from an earth elemental and you get a boulder that you can throw and then earth elementals reflect projectiles. I hope when they that's part of their rebalancing as well as having a think about what items are actually useful against the things that you steal them from.
1: Yeah, as as far as PvE is concerned. In PvP, pretty much everything you steal in, in some way counters the class you steal it from.
3: Yeah, which is perfect. Um in terms of traits, I guess we'll go from the bottom up. Uh trickery, which is your former profession trait line. The minor traits look pretty much the same, but there's a a massive benefit to current dps builds because lead attacks are added and also with that this is one of those lines where you see like a whole bunch of traits for like oh yeah those three yeah that'll be great for the build because they also get uh thrill of the crime which gives swiftness fury and might and then bountiful theft which steals boons and gives them to your teammates and also applies vigor for 10 seconds to your teammates which is Excellent, excellent. I love those traits. I've run a steel build for a long time, and I can almost 100% say that those will be on my bar as soon as possible. Really excited about that. There was one in there, oh yeah, Flanking Strikes, uh, is being changed so that basically if you're behind or to the side of an enemy, it gives you haste, and if you're not familiar with haste on a thief, it's a few seconds of quickness, but the trade-off is that you lose all your endurance, and for the duration of the skill, it. Regains at 50%, which, uh, not a great trade-off there, because if you're attacking from behind or the side, yeah, you get attack faster, but, but you lose, you all your lose everything, and you, yeah, that's so important, so, so important on Thieves.
1: But they did mention that they were looking at changing that, as far yeah. as that trade is concerned, because of that. So, that's still in fluctuation, but at least we know the direction that they want to go in
3: yeah which is cool i i don't mind a heavy trade off but the benefit has to be worth the, the the disadvantage and in that case it's not but if they made it so that it was there could be some interesting play there tricks happy to see that tricks are getting um did I? Maybe that was a trait. I don't know. Maybe I wrote it in the show notes wrong. But anyway, um, the trait that affects tricks also um, makes them remove conditions. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking there could be a really cool um, kind of like acrobatic dodgy build where you're constantly moving around, removing conditions, and then that synergizes really well with the acrobatics line because the the new acrobatics line is all about vigor. Um, there's one of the minor traits actually makes vigor twenty percent more effective and other ones give you vigor on successful evasions, and basically, you could have this really cool acrobatic character that just never takes damage, and is it's all almost an invasion tank, I think, which could be really, really cool.
1: Yeah, there's the whole thing of getting swiftness when you dodge, and there's that new Grandmaster that's just like, periodically evade projectile attacks while under the effects of swiftness, and it's just like, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> that would
3: be so cool with, like, like thrill of the crime. Like you, you teleport in, and you steal something from them, and then you just evade. Oh, man. You evade, man, which I'm just gives you have... swiftness, and
1: as you're running away, you're, like, dodging bullets. Yeah. And then all those evades give you, like, the effect from traits that give you stuff when you evade. Uh, what another... does
2: periodically mean?
3: Uh, that's what it says. We don't know exactly yet. Okay. And it's, it's specifically projectile attacks also, so if someone's yeah. up on you in melee, then... That's not going to help you at all. Um, Swindler's equilibrium. I forgot to write down which which one this was in, but it Master. reduces steal by one second per dodge, so or per successful dodge. Per, sorry. So every evading. time you successfully evade something, your steal cooldown comes off, and then you can steal something else and buff up your swiftness again. Oh man, there's so much good. I'm really excited about this one, you guys.
0: Um, just just back up a little bit on the periodically evade projectiles. Um, if you, I don't know if you watched that part of it, but they were saying just that at at the moment it's a percentage, but they were looking at possibly making it a proc on when you gain swiftness, the next one is dodged, because that right. feels more active and interesting, yeah. so currently, periodically just means some percentage, but they kind of, it sounds like they kind of don't like exactly how that feels, so it, you know, may may switch to something a little bit more concrete
3: that's anyway. exactly on point that's a great i would say yeah that would be a great change is after swiftness then the next one misses although because there's a minor trait where you dodge and get swiftness and because thief has an incredible amount not only with the vigor but um with signative agility instant refilling your bar and then there's another trait that instantly refills your bar There's ooh, that could be rough as well so you um, put a
2: cooldown on it
3: i guess that too uh, the other thing I thought was really interesting in acrobatics was guarded initiation, which if you hit an enemy while your health is full, you'll get resistance for 5 seconds and it stacks duration. So I don't know what the cooldown is on that, I don't think it said. It's 10 second cooldown uh, okay, and good. the resistance
1: lasts 5.
3: Good, good, good. Yeah, so I'm excited about that too, that's good for initiating.
1: And then moving on to Shadow Arts, um, and this is across all traits now. There's actually no deception modifying traits, but but Shadow Arts now has like all of the venom traits rolled into one giant amazing thing in Venomous Aura. (laughs) This is just like take
0: all the venoms.
3: I'm still, yeah, I saw that and I was thinking, ah, that's kind of tempting now, but it's still, as long as, I don't know, in my opinion, as long as Venomous Aura is only in a 360 range, it's not going to see much use, because that's just not close enough for the majority of PvE encounters to be, well, I don't know if you're stacking. But yeah, if you're spread out and you're moving around, then uh, pretty much only like one or two of your teammates are going to be getting that Venomous Aura at any one time, which makes it not so useful.
1: It is going in the right direction, though.
3: Yeah, for Especially
1: sure. with the change to residual venom being baseline, which I think is amazing because it's going to make venoms much easier to balance for in general.
3: Yeah, I'm all good with that being more useful. Yeah, so tricks and uh, Venom's both getting a lot more practicality with these changes. Very good.
1: Mm-hmm. Moving on to critical Stripes. Um, there's less emphasis on Uh, flat damage modifiers now and return of initiative and more on critical chance and crit damage which makes sense. Uh, The only thing I don't like about critical strikes is how there's two pistol specific traits in master and grandmaster. So if you want to make a pistol build first off you have to take critical strikes which isn't that much of a problem but you have to trade off Oh, do I want this pistol thing, or do I want Sundering strikes? And do I want ricochet, or do I want hitting killer and evading precision? And pistol pistol or pistol, uh, pistol pistol and pistol dagger are both kind of weak. Um, mostly because there's a lack of synergy between pistol and pistol in the actual weapon set itself, and pistol dagger is kind of, uh, What is going on there? Because it's addition, but. These things. I, I don't know. I think pistols in general need some kind of work. or pistol of, hand. Yeah,
3: Maybe. pistols are kind of in a weird spot, and I've noticed this in general across all of the profession changes, is they're linking conditions really with crit a lot. Like, uh, so much stuff on crit and a lot of love for that um, with these buffs. Um, so yeah, pistols are in a weird spot where they have condies, but they're not necessarily all damage dealing condies, except for the bleeds on the was it one has, like, a ton of bleeds when you come out of stealth, and then some sporadic bleeds. Yeah.
1: mm -hmm. And, like, Pistol Pistol itself is like, oh, condition, condition. The three skill is a power repeating thing that is good for critting, but it doesn't synergize with anything else. And then there's utility in the fourth and fifth. It's just like, what are you trying to be... Eh, like... I want to see them change unload, well, excuse me, I want to see them either change unload to be more condition-based, like it does conditions in some way, or they change Pistol 1 to be um, less emphasis on conditions, particularly bleed.
3: Yep, I'd agree with that. Um, For Deadly Arts, I think one of the big changes is execution removed from Critical Strikes to Deadly Arts. Which is, uh, I don't know the the. It fits. Yeah, it does. The current, more or less, um, thief builds are just getting crazy damage buffs, and it's just kind of all shuffled around. But eventually, you're basically going to end up with the same traits. They're just kind of in a different spot. Um, I'm really liking the stacking poison. I hope that works out really well, because that. But then again, because this was my other critique, because. Grybach earlier was talking about how how Spite got the conde and power things separated out, where here um, they actually added the poison and power aspects in. So you've got daggers, which are incredibly powerful in a power build, now applying conditions as well. So there's like a weird... Daggers are just in a weird spot with this trait line where they are both a power and a conde weapon. It's just...
1: They're still going to be used as a power weapon, it's, it's just, it does poison now, too.
3: Yeah, I'm happy about, um, I guess, what you would call incidental conditions, maybe. Like, they, with the changing caps and the stacking of things, that the kind of conditions that you accidentally accumulate while spamming your power rotation aren't just going to go to waste.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the biggest nice thing for um, Thieves as far as current builds and like how things can change is actually in PvP. Um, we might actually see a condition-based dagger pistol build because of poison, and it'll use deadly arts, shadow arts, and, um, oh my god, trickery.
3: Yeah, that could be cool. I think my my one gripe, really, right now, or, well, one of the biggest gripes, like, one of the most glaringly obvious things to me, is that traps got basically no love. I mean, they're already pretty niche and uh-huh. the traits that came with them don't synchronize very well with any any of the grandmasters in deadly arts particularly I wasn't comparing them too closely to other lines but um with the way thief traps are because they're so small they've got some use in in you know maybe choke points but it's really they aren't going to see any more play with these traits, basically, because it doesn't affect the way traps work in a way where it would become more useful. They don't really, they aren't really dealing much more damage. They aren't really getting any love. And so I think if they want to see traps get more use, there, there needs to be some more changes to the skills themselves, maybe not the traits, but yeah, it, it and... just seems like tricks and, and deceptions got so much love and then traps were left out in the cold.
1: And it's especially disheartening when they mentioned that one of the specializations is going to be focused on traps. Like, that's going to be the new thing for that particular profession. Yeah. And it's just like, well, is it going to be a new thing for a profession, like I just said, or is it going to be a stronger thing for ranger or um, thief? Like, are they making the Mm thief specialization focused around traps, and that's why... And if that is the case, I'm just, I'm kind of sitting here like uh, I can go badly really easily.
3: The other thing that really stood out to me um, in these traits is that there's a lot of love for initiative and stealing, and pretty much nothing for mixed weapon sets, which is one of I, I. It's something special about the thief where you have the ability to put on like a pistol and a dagger and have that thing switch around, and then you can switch the pistol and the dagger, and there's a new skill. So, I know this isn't a thing with all the other professions, but with the traits that they're introducing, it incentivizes taking two daggers or two pistols a lot more than taking a mixed weapon set, because there's nothing to offset the fact that only two of your skills are going... So if you've got, like, pistol mastery, but not dagger mastery, only two of your skills are going to benefit from that trait. I would really like to see, like, combined training or something for the. I'm sad that that's gone, because that was something for mixed weapon sets. And I just feel like that aspect of the thief gets left out of the cold, just with the traps. I imagine them looking in with sad eyes, going, play me, play me, and then we're like, no, our traits are mm-hmm. better. Anyway, that's my thief spiel. Oh my
0: gosh, that leaves only me left to talk about the Guardian, which. I actually am not going to say very much, because I don't really care that much. No, um, actually I just don't. I play a lot of Guardian, but I pretty much only play an altruistic healing build, and it hasn't really changed, almost at all. So uh, I think the only major change is that there are some that tinker around with getting some minor traits from a couple of lines, and it's really not that big of a deal to lose that if you can only go into three lines, and the biggest i guess i would say the biggest news for guardian players in general if you want to try something different is the great justice burning fiery fire burning of guardians that always felt like they should be able to make a good burning build might actually be a thing Mm there they added a whole bunch of sort of self-synergistic traits with gaining the torch also i don't really know if Torch is a viable weapon right now, but with this it might be. Is it? Okay. Um, Well, anyway, uh, talking about refreshing that uh, oh gosh, what was that called? The skill that lights you on fire and then you, like, can blast enemies with it.
3: Radiant fire? Zealot's flame.
0: Zealot's flame. There you go. Um, Yeah, like, ways to reapply the Zealot's flame buff to yourself, like, repeatedly, and... Um, also, just the fact that fire is now going to be giving um, is going to be giving stacks of intensity instead of just duration. So uh, mass fire spamming is going to be far more effective as a short-term damage strategy. And um, there's
1: the trait that gives you fury whenever you strike a foe that has burning over, like over three stacks. stacks, over three, or well, the number can change. But I yeah, mean, yeah. The only thing I don't like, as far as synergy goes, for um, condition such, um, Guardian is, they put Amplified Wrath and Radiant Retaliation in the same tier, and they're both really condition-based things, which basically means if you're going with a Burning Guardian, your Retaliation is going to be useless. Well, you don't
2: get the benefit of having a Retaliation scale with Condition Damage, which would be the big payoff. Otherwise, a Guardian is really just stuck doing Condition Damage through Burning, where before they were able to at least get some benefit from the random retaliation that you acquire as a guardian through your play.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I'll I'll again, a lot of this they seem to be saying a lot of this might change because several of these traits were really really strong. So that's a little bit um it's a little bit hard to completely comment on it, but that difference is well yeah, I guess, I guess I take your point though, Eevee, that like, if you're going to be doing, if you would ever be taking Radiant Retaliation, you would almost certainly, because you're doing condition damage, you would almost certainly be taking Amplified Wrath instead, because I can't mm-hmm. foresee a situation in which you do condition damage and then don't do this fire all the time build, because that's yeah. the only condition damage you really do. So, yeah, that, that sort of feels like a, pointless trait in its current, uh, with what it's up against. Um,
1: I'd like to see them change Radiant Retaliation to just something completely different and maybe put on Inner Fire a thing that Retaliation now applies burning instead of blah blah blah.
0: Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I, um, I honestly didn't know that Retaliation didn't scale off condition damage because I don't pay attention to it all that much so especially as a necromane um it's not really relevant to me so um yeah i don't know yeah that's a good point so yeah i mean i for one hope that they can do a mass fire burning death build because i think that would be super cool um and you know there won't be any frustrating overlap pointlessness with uh doomfire necros so you know i'll hail the burning overlords of death
2: the light and dark burning ball of death
0: yeah that'd be tight um <laughs> lowest health and highest health lowest armor and highest armor inverted with each other i
1: i want to see now with like all these changes burning spirit weapon builds yeah like that needs to be a thing
0: that'd be cool yeah um they rolled similar to the venoms they rolled all of the shouts into one grandmaster trait. Um, which is actually great because I run a shout altruistic healing build, which I think all the altruistic healing builds are shout builds anyway, but maybe they didn't have to be. Um, And rolling those all into one with the other grandmaster choices are basically, well, eh, I don't know. Force of will is a good choice, but that allows you to have faster recharging shouts and the, the boons and all that stuff, the, the condition conversion all at once, and it's i mean what it what it really competes with in that build would be the plus three thousand health, which is not insignificant, which is on force of will, so yeah, I don't know um decent um but the 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 core altruistic healing build of critting gives critting gives everybody might and gaining boons or giving boons heals you and you know, all the all the all the wonderful stuff that goes with that is still fully intact. Um I'm trying to find where it was one of the traits now gives boon duration increase while you've got a staff, which is interesting. Um Honorable
1: Staff Master. Boon duration is increased while building staff. Staff recharges are reduced. Ooh, right. Yeah. By nice. Duration increased by twenty percent.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that with, um, with the shout build, you know, and well, the shout
1: build, altruistic healing wouldn't, because you'd have to give up empowering might for that staff. Thing.
0: Oh, you're cer- you're certainly right. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, but still, uh, with a non-altruistic healing though, a boon, a boon shout build would would work well with that. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I like it. Um, I like. Uh, again, this is an example of a, of a profession where they're kind of opening up a very new play avenue. I feel by trying to do this whole burning introduction. Mm-hmm. So even though that's kind of, in my opinion, the only like major paradigm shift for guardians, it's still a pretty major one. I mean, it's it's functionally a completely new build type, and that's pretty exciting. Where like I'm not really down on Necro, but I don't really feel like it's actually going to change anything in terms of the way that my builds play. I mean, they're basically just going to be the same as they were before, and I'm going to get a couple extra trades thrown in, but there's not a completely new style of me of that. And I I think several of the professions feel kind of that way, and several feel kind of like they're going to be really jumbled up with some of the changes, so I don't know. Unless anybody else had any Specific callouts on Guardian.
3: Uh, oh, well,
0: I guess I guess they uh, like Wells on Necromancers. They just in uh, auto integrated the uh, range targeting of symbols. So uh, consecration, consecration. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: um, yeah. There's also Glacial Heart trait has been removed. Yeah, Guardians aren't really supposed to chill. I guess. I don't think it's so much place. that they're not
0: supposed to. It's just that they don't have li- they literally have nothing else that chills, and so it felt mm-hmm. kind of strangely out of place. Which I, I mean, oh. I it was fair, I guess.
1: And now instead, there is Virtuous Mallet, which applies slow and should have been called Hammer Time.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, um, it
2: was. It was for a period though, wasn't it? And then they changed it. Like that was the placeholder name was Hammer Time, wasn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were speculating before the show. I would wager that they probably. Might have uh, copyright issues with having right. a specific name hammer time. Like, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of references that are either like a play on words with one word off, or are a reference to a lyric, but not necessarily an. I actual... think it should
1: be called clocked. Okay, clocked. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, healing breeze is becoming a shout. So minty fresh breath will heal everyone around yes. you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look forward to the Orator article on that. <laughs> <laughs> Shelter and the Tomes still need categories, so we'll see how that goes. The
0: Tomes are <laughs> one of the few times where I feel like pushing that idea of everything having a category is uh, feeling a little bit too forced. And that's put almost... Them their own. It's really tomes. only because of the fact that Guardians uh, have sort of more specific types of skills than like like thief you know act, or like tricks or things like that are you know uh i mean you can pretty much call anything a trick so it's it's easier for some than others but things like turn into a giant dude with a book like <laughs> a all of all of their skill types are Diverse enough that it would be kind of weird for one of the elites to be one and one to be the other, but at the same time they might not want to make, you know, say two out of three elites be one type and then the third one be a different one and then the other types of skills completely left out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it, it's odd. Whatever. We'll 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 see what they we'll see what they do with it. Um, and speaking
1: of elites, the elite duration increase trait has been made baseline.
0: For for the uh the guardians the right, but it's, that's for the the, the two book ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And also, the improved spirit weapon duration has been made baseline.
0: I feel like spirit weapons should just be like necrominions in that they never die. Because I don't know, it, they're so bad. Does anybody use spirit weapons ever? I don't know. I get that they don't want them to just be the exact same, but I... <laughs> I don't know. They're, I feel like... Little they, do you
1: know, they're changing Necrominions to only last a certain uh, amount of time.
0: And, and the... Correct me if I'm wrong, but they go on cooldown only after they die, right? Exactly. Yeah, if they went on cooldown right away, even if they had to maybe increase the cooldowns a little bit, but then, you know, I mean, maybe. But... So that way, if you killed them, then they Still have a long time of cooldown, so but it would incentivize you to kill them quickly, as opposed to yeah, I, eh, whatever. But I don't know. Guard, Guardian is one of the best professions anyway, so I don't. <laughs> they don't really need a lot of work on a lot of their stuff, even though it is exciting right. to have burninating Trogdor.
3: Don't make me think of new characters. We need to know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Trogdoor
1: spirit. You've already
2: got. You've already got two guardians. You don't need a third. Trogdor, she,
1: and she then you get a Rodgort guardian that's focused on burning.
2: Although to be fair, she has three because one of them's on the EU service.
3: Excuse- I do. Okay, this is a problem. We need to not make me make more characters.
0: Yeah, because then you can make Rodgort, and you can have Trogdor use Rodgort.
3: Oh, this is no. Yeah. No.
2: Except someone burning. will have already done that.
0: Well, you- I mean, a variation on it, clearly.
3: Rodgort. <laughs> anyway
0: trodgort oh Fro- my Fro- lord
2: frodgort if Um hilek become a playable race oh that
0: would With be a so
3: tight scepter. it'll be a uh, <laughs> froggy scepter and my Trogdort. whatever what is it called <laughs> rodgort Rod yeah that one okay let's wrap up the show i have to say cast cast <laughs> now okay go Hello and welcome to CasCast, cast the podcast within the podcast about the cast of other podcasts and the style of cast of other podcasts. This week on Cast, cast I don't have a lot of stuff because, oh my god, there's so much other stuff this week, but it was the 10th anniversary of Guild Wars, and so if you're looking to go back and do a little bit of stuff in there, it's a great time to check your birthday presents, it's a great time to try and run some missions, because everyone has to go back and acquire these two new weapon sets by doing missions across all of the game. So if you're looking for a time to go back, now is a good time to have an excuse. Other than that, uh, does somebody want to talk about the community article? Because I did not read that.
1: There is an article that I caught getting quite a bit of traction on multiple fronts, i.e. Reddit, Tumblr, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. blah. It is by Tesla Critic on WordPress. It spoke about how ArenaNet was not very forthcoming about uh, communicating information and the effect it's had on the community, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a really good read. It's a long one, but it's a good read. And especially now when Arena is being more forthcoming and we're seeing the effects of that, it is interesting seeing
0: how accurate <laughs> it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess, well, a couple things. One, the TLDR of it is that uh, basically... The policy of complete and utter silence until something is uh ninety nine to a hundred percent ready to release is damaging in a more invisible way to Arena Net. Um where obviously it's easy to see the damage if a blunder is is made on something that they release too early or if they, you know, make a promise and then change their minds on it or, or whatever. Um you know, that has a very obvious uh like blowback on them but the less obvious blowback of the complete silence policy is that it is it's very frustrating if you go long enough without having your interests talked about or checked uh, like changed or fixed or upgraded and if you don't know that they are or aren't going to get fixed you sort of it gets easy as a player to get sort of bitter about something like they're never going to do it or they hate it, but you never really know. And so you end up burning a lot of extra time and energy just sort of hoping. And then when that hope burns out, it's more frustrating than if they just come out and told you right away that something wasn't going to happen. So, you know, basically it's, it's a long call for more early transparency and talking about, very much, you know, as Evie said, this this quote-unquote AMA that was this huge info dump was actually pretty much perfectly in the style of what Tough Love Critic is suggesting, which is give us a lot of information and talk about why you're doing these things and what you're working on, even if it's not completely ready, and just say, you know, this is this is what we're looking at, this is where it is right now, things are subject to change, but, um, you know, uh, at least give people some idea of of what's going on even if it does necessitate a change later and sort of you know changing what you said but um anyway it's you you should definitely read it if you haven't all right uh so thank you again for listening this has been a long long episode um but there's just so much to talk about and i don't think we wanted to really stretch it out over two weeks especially given that we're going to get more information on the elite specializations this coming week and that's probably going to be a more well who knows who knows how much more that uh, we're going to learn but uh thanks for sticking with us and we'll see you next time
3: this has been another episode of relics of War. if you want to get in touch with us you can check out our website and forums at relics Email us at relicsofora at gmail.com or find us on your favorite social media site just by searching RelicsOfORR. If you'd like to join us in-game, you can send a Whisper or in-game mail to Spiritface or drop us a note on Twitter or our website and say hi. Lastly, if you listen to the podcast on iTunes, feel free to leave us a comment and the rating you feel we deserve.